Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Mrs. Kimball's unfortunate choice of last words. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. Well, sir, Mr. Coburn was a bad man. He was going to shoot one of my kids. Well, sir, you can blame me. I'm the one that shot him, bitch. Click. Are you suggesting that I killed my wife? Are you saying that I crushed her skull and that I shot her? How dare you? When I came home, there was a man in my house. I fought with this man. He had a mechanical arm. You find this man. You find this man. Cue the theme song. Cue the theme song. You know, we're always fascinated when we find leg irons with no legs in them. Your fugitive's name is Dr. Richard Kimball. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. All right. 1993. God, the movies of the 90s. I remembered a lot of the movies of the 90s being shorter than they actually end up being. But yes. here we are, 130 minutes for Harrison Ford, Tommy Lee Jones, Tommy Lee Jones, Silla Ward, Joe, Joey Pants, uh, a couple other directed by Andrew Davis of uh, uh, Under Siege fame. We have The Fugitive. Oh, no, sorry, The Fugitive. Based on um, the old-ass TV show about a... Man, Richard Kimball, whose wife is brutally murdered, and he says there's this mysterious one-armed man who is responsible for it. And uh, instead, they pin it on him, and he goes on the run. And the TV show follows that along. This one made it into a two-hour and ten-minute uh, action drama affair. Um, yeah, 93. Got so many good movies in the 90s. Yeah. So, uh, first off, kudos to Harrison Ford for rocking the awesome beard in this at the start. Yeah, he looks good in that beard, actually. he's a, He looks much older than he will later in the movie, but uh, it all looks good on him. He'd like, Dr. Kimball uh, is like a stellar... You can even see it pains him later when he has to cut off his beard. He looks in the... He's like, he, you know, he kind of grits his teeth on that first snip. <laughs> Great beer, man. Great beer. <laughs> yep. And he, he rocks it well. I actually, I saw some uh, interviews from back in the day when they were promoting this movie and just in general throughout, like not only with the beard, but also without, he seems much older in this movie than he would be in real life. So I think, uh, I think Harrison Ford got into this character a little bit um, and like he wasn't quite his ripped or I guess at least more slight uh, Indiana Jones self. He seemed to have more substance in this movie. Not not look. I'm not saying he was fat. It was just he kind of sold it as like a not a super athletic guy, just an average Joe who happened to be like a a, a great physician. Yeah, yeah until you see him take his shirt off. Gallbladders. Until he takes his shirt off later, and you yeah, see that actually like, you're right that he's you're fucking right. ripped. He's got abs. That's right. This might be one of his better performances as well uh, as an actor. He yeah, Harrison he seems not. to. He seems to, though, his character seems to have some more depth than typically his uh, some of his other characters do. Good point. Uh, not a lot of depth with uh, Han Solo there. Uh, Indiana Jones is, you know, pretty two-dimensional. <laughs> There's not a lot going on there. This one does seem to have... Uh, the sun I, I'm sure the lighting helps as well because... Uh, this, the screenplay is not bad. It just seems... I had always heard that the script had been be, was being written when it was being made because they hadn't completed it yet or they were doing rewrites, but I definitely feel a tonal shift or almost... Uh, uh, because this movie starts out very differently than when it, where it ends. It becomes a mystery, like about halfway through the... Um, well, you know, he's kind of like trying to solve it and put the pieces together and lots of yeah, montages like with him like doing that. He's always running like he's always kind of aware and he's always at risk of being caught. But when it starts off, he's like literally running the whole time and there's a lot more tension until he gets out of the initial web and, and starts to settle down in a few places. But definitely as that shift happens, like like they're still coming after him but it's also turns into a who done it 
from a from a escaping movie. Uh, yeah, it's weird too because at the beginning we know we see that it wasn't him, and that he was he was convicted. Like that's almost kind of a bad thing they do. They sh- they should have never. I guess the anybody going to see this movie knew the fugitive didn't do it, but. Yeah, I think there's that. Uh, I think the fact that the the TV show existed, like people were gonna know, mm. like about what was coming. Whether or not you could say that for however many years later it is now, thirty fucking years later. Oh yeah. my god, thirty years later. Do so you if you, that? so you if you were to watch this now, never never having seen it before, knowing anything about the fugitive, if they had written and directed it so that you don't know if he killed his wife or not until I love it. That would yeah. have been much better. That that I, was a I, flaw. I mean, There's another thing I hadn't thought about, but I agree. But I I don't think I do agree because how yeah. stupid do we think this guy is that he's off on this fig? If he didn't do it, when he escapes, he runs away. Yeah. He doesn't run <laughs> to find somebody. So what do we think? This guy's just psychotically chasing this ghost he knows he made up? No, no, no. No way. But, but one, the whole movie's but, fucked if that's the case. But but once again, you start you you start to. Uh, no, but they do it with Shawshank Redemption, right? Like that's how you could have started this. You don't no, know. No, but that's a whole. That's a not. different thing. That is not dependent on the movie. Him knowing that he didn't do it is dependent on this movie. Yeah, but you'll find out as he's looking for the guy that he didn't do it. I'm just saying. You'll at find. The you'll of find the movie, out. You'll find I out like they, 30 minutes in. But they even of, they even say it in the movie. There's a line of dialogue that says. He wouldn't be looking for nobody. Like if he didn't, yeah, if he, if he did then, it, then he would take off. But so th- he's not gonna, he's not gonna ever look for somebody. If he like day one, he's like, he's like, oh, I escaped the plane. Now I'll go look for that guy I know doesn't exist. Like what? Why? <laughs> because they show why they, ever? They, because they show him not being guilty of the crime that he committed. Like like from the beginning, why can't we find that out with the police? Where they're like, Why? holy shit, this guy didn't do it. Why because not? there's no way there's no way to slow reveal that while showing Kimball go about himself. It. You don't change it. You don't change a frame of the movie. You, other than you edit out all the parts where they show that he didn't do it. Nothing else would change. Why would anything have to change? But I'm saying I would never have any doubt that he didn't do it in this movie. The whole movie, the whole premise of the movie and the whole way the story moves is based off of the idea that this guy doesn't exist or that he that he that he does exist sorry excuse me right yeah. the whole movie is predicated off of that that awareness that we know be, that this guy exists but you'd be learning it through Harrison Ford's character and the the the, the investigation you wouldn't be learning it through them just showing you right you'd be finding out what happened like he's finding out what happened Instead, we, at the beginning of the movie, we know exactly what fucking happened because they fucking well, show the thing, us. The thing is, is they, um, I, I think the, I think the reason they did it this way is because they wanted you to back Harrison Ford like from the start, like have no doubt that you want to get behind this guy. And by the time he escapes and is running, you, the audience is like 100% behind him. I know, rather but it's a little boring being, though. That's all. Well, I mean, I was, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know if I agree or disagree with that, but I, I think the way Colin's talking about it, you could do it that way too. As far as just not m- showing things, yes. But my understanding, I, what I thought Colin was saying was like you would want to like obfuscate the fact that he may or may not have done it to build like a sense of suspense, right? Where we, we, in reality, like that's never going to work for this movie. No. But if you just if you just want to not show the stuff where he's fighting and then you show him like in the thing where he's like, there was a guy, I fought him. And then yeah. but I guess, no, but I guess that is what you're saying because otherwise, why do that at all? I like the fact in the beginning, I think, which is what John was feeling um, when I rudely cut him off. So let me speak for him quickly. Um, <laughs> yeah, please. So <laughs> the fact is when they when he comes into this house and you see right in the beginning, they're taking him away, right? Um and he's talking about fighting this guy and you're seeing those little flashes of him fighting him. That's when, for me, what that's building is the sense of wrongness that he has been incarcerated. And then you see that he gets put through his trial and he's like right away put in the thing. I do think there could have been maybe a little more to suggest that they had searched or whatever because you don't find out that they'd even really looked for this one-armed guy or taken this story um, with any salt, right? Because... uh, because it zooms by like i mean the credits are still rolling when he's in jail um so we've already went through 
We've already went through the before with him and his wife together. We've went through the event. We've went to the surgery. We've seen the the attack, uh, the the trial, and now the incarceration before the credits have finished at the beginning. So, so I mean, it cruises into there. So what I'm saying is, though, is you could just show him talking to the police, none of that other stuff about his wife, and then have the trial, have them obviously be super suspicious of him, and then have the trial and the tape where his wife says he did it. Like, she's not saying he did it, but it seems like that's she's saying she's his saying. name. Yeah. Yeah. And you and then as he's looking for the guy, then you're you're getting to find out. And then you see all of the flashbacks at the end anyway of what happened. So they just okay. show that. No, no, no. I'm, I'm bought into that idea. I think maybe I'm missing, uh, misinterpreted. Yeah. I don't want it to be a surprise like the sixth sense. I, I think, wasn't trying to say I, that. It, that's dumb. You couldn't do it that way. You're no, right I thought that. I thought that's what you're trying to say is like, yeah. like just begin with the air of doubt maybe. But that's what I disagreed with. But no, see in your thing where you cut out all that stuff and you just start. You reveal it. Yeah. You don't show the audience in a flashback, basically. You you, you show the people and, and how they were involved and impacted, and then you kind of, I don't know if you doubt it, but it'd be more interesting just to figure it out. If you were to remake this movie today, um, you, you'd do all that, and then Richard would actually have done it. Um, that's probably how they do it in this <laughs> no. But they, yeah. we, see, we see that <laughs> guy's twist. face. We, we see that guy's <laughs> face twist. in his... We see that guy's face and his big curly hair and stuff a bunch before we actually meet that guy. So yeah. it would have been, once again, it would have been better if we never saw that. And then we, 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 we see him or whatever. That is something I once agree again, with. We, don't, we haven't seen him, you know, we haven't already seen that guy. We should never have seen his face beforehand. It's, it, does ruin, it does ruin the mystery because otherwise you're always looking like... You know what I mean? Like yeah. whenever he sees yeah. a one-armed guy, you're like, you're like maybe, maybe, right? If you do even do a silhouette, or maybe even just from the back where you show like a like a dark, dark hair in the moment of an attack or something, like that's we would we should have me, just had that's his, the way we should have just had his story. I think we should have just had his story yeah. and what happened, and uh, and then like as like as time went on, we get a little bit more pieces and pieces. It's just it's not very nuanced. They could have they could have done it. They could have done it very differently, uh, and not, yeah. they could like have just not, done it with editing. They wouldn't have had to have not, changed anything. You're not watching this movie because you think Harrison Ford did it. So I mean, it's not like you'd be creating this weird sense of suspense. No, it, it would just be you just it would just be a slightly different way to do it. So enjoy, you discover. I, I think it would be more enjoyable for the person the who's never seen it again. Yeah, like if they're, they're with a fresh pair of eyes, I think that story is <laughs> a little bit more but, and mysterious and entertaining. Yeah, but the big the other thing though with this movie is that who killed his wife is a huge piece of the puzzle, but then they go deeper with the conspiracy. So mm-hmm. that's what you end up Sherlock Holmesing for the rest of the movie is the the hookup with Devlin McGregor and and with Lance yeah. and Lance and Lance I think is what they Cuz me and John were laughing cuz we both knew that he was the guy who like set him up and you kept talking about what a great friend that guy was. I like was like, that guy's a ride or die, amazing. man. You're like, he's a good friend of this guy. And I was just like, he doesn't know, does he? And John was like, no, he doesn't know. <laughs> no, I, I, like, I could not have given less shits about this movie when it came out. I watched it when I was young, but like, I was familiar with the Fugitive TV show kind of through my dad, I think. And like, I just fucking hated it. Like, I hated the show and I never wanted to ever watched the movie but i did kind of under protest and i mean anything tommy lee jones or like like you know clear and present danger with harrison ford like anything like that kind of atmosphere was not yeah you was not young me friendly it wasn't where i was aiming so um so i didn't remember this at all no i like and at the end when you said that i was like oh god damn it he did it and you're like yeah who's <laughs> left and i was like there's people <laughs> <laughs> Um, I like I like about this movie as well that it's it's simple. You kind of always know where you're at in terms of the story. Like other movies, like you mentioned, that are of a similar vein with like Air Force One. Like the stakes get so big in those, um, and the characters so over the top because it's hard to imagine what type of personalities you're dealing. It's easy to imagine what type of personalities you're dealing with with like some corrupt businessman and a cop who's willing to do whatever it takes right that's easy for my brain to get wrapped around right away 
as opposed to like what kind of like terrorists would capture and like how would the president react in like Air Force One again as an example. So like that's where the characters really start to seem weird or over the top when they're trying to do things that your brain can't get its head wrapped around. But in this movie, it's nice and fucking simple. There's a dude, he didn't kill his wife and he's going to prove it. Mm. And so like it's a it's a crazy episode of CSI or something like that. Um, but we're seeing it from the criminal's perspective instead of the fancy lab folks or or Do whatever. So yeah, I like that about this movie that it's I always know where I stand and it, it's it makes it so you can focus on the some of the key elements and big set pieces like the train crash and um, and have some fun, which the is train great. Crash Do you good. wish? Do you wish for more mystery though? Like I know Colin seems to from from his statements, but. Do you like do you find like that that part of the movie that you're saying like how you always know where you are like this movie does you always know where everybody is right there's yep. never any doubt about um anything <laughs> about anything the one time they do trick you when they come to arrest those guys uh, yeah. you think they're there to arrest Kimball but they take those guys instead um that's that's the one misdirection kind of um fuck around that they do with you but even that's i'd say that's the the jump scare equivalent of a movie yeah it's just a tension point yeah that's exactly it for me it's not even mystery if you if you take out all that flashbacky stuff in the beginning it it's just better like like you see the looks on those cops faces when he's telling his story and they start asking him questions and stuff like that scene would have been good without all of that cutting to the weird black and white or weird fuzzy you know flashbacks like it would have just been a stronger opening i feel like is those cops interrogating him and then once again then in the trial and then his wife says that on the phone and you're like holy shit this guy is so fucked but instead like you're you're getting to see like all this behind the scenes stuff that he didn't even get to see like he doesn't even know that like some of that shit like yeah. when the guy hits his wife with the thing and when he's like getting the wine, you don't just need just don't need any of that stuff. In fact, we don't see like too much of the fight with him and the, the one armed man, do we? Like they kind of skip over that major interaction and just show him escaping. And they show um, them rolling down the stairs and all that. Like, yeah, I just yeah. don't need it. I don't, he you see his face and stuff. It's just it's better to let your imagination like do all of like what must have happened to this in this guy poor guy's house and and then all of a sudden the police turn on him and start like i'm like like to me that like would have been more you know colin just said just said yeah you know what it's not about mystery and then proceeded to describe how to add mystery into the (laughs) and and unfold the information slower if if you're learning information uh that's what we're agreeing but I've seen this movie a million times and I knew exactly what happened. And I still found that annoying because I hadn't seen it in so long. They're just giving me too much in the beginning. And so I don't have as much interest in it because I'm like, well, I clearly he didn't fucking do it. And I know exactly how his wife got killed. And I know the guy who did it. I've seen it all. And like, so like it just takes away from you having stuff to look forward to later but in this, the movie. That's all. <laughs> this is the problem with them making it about the fucking... Um, about the, the 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 minute the medical shit right the conspiracy is that is that those fucking pieces are never there like he's like going after things going after things going after things maybe there's some information in the past like do you know what i mean but nothing that they're not feeding you exactly um what i guess oh they're always going to be feeding you but you know what i'm saying like um i found that conspiracy to be like quite a late introduction well and once again it's that's a slow that trickle. writing thing yeah the writing yeah. thing is they it, came it up also, with that like mid when they were in the middle of making the movie they came up with that shit yeah and so then they're <laughs> introducing key key characters in the conspiracy that like they talk about a character and you're like who the fuck is that and then they have to flash back to the party for no reason to to mm. show like they had to show that whole party just to give more context but the, it's not like we were really at the party much. It was more like just some shit between him and his wife. And then the rest of the party shit was all flashback stuff. That is a cheap way to kind of deliver that. So like other than it kind of being a good reveal that Nichols did it because the way Nichols, uh, um, um, Charles Nichols character acts, he like outright lies to the police, but not in a way that quite gives himself up. Although for him, it would have been much better to help the fucking 
police get him earlier and not let him run around so that he could be discovered in his plan. He's like, of course, Richard, I'll get you all the access you want because I don't know if he thought he was just going to get caught, but he could have facilitated that together a bit better. Anyway, because of how that guy acted, it's it, that's a fun reveal at the end when it's like it's him that did it because then you're like, oh, but but I don't like the way that he figured out the rest of the conspiracy. Like when he was going to find the one-armed man and, and that made sense to me. He's going to the hospital and when Tommy Lee Jones and his crew are figuring it out, right? Like that makes sense that he goes to the one-armed man ward and spends like 20 minutes looking for something that his fucking lawyer just flat out missed. Big miss for that guy. Like, come on. You would have <laughs> they didn't the have a specialist. Also, we th- noticed, we also <laughs> noticed some things in the beginning between him and the police. The police were like interrogating him without a lawyer and they never offered him a lawyer. And he was like having to defend himself after going through like a terrible tragedy. All, and he had to all alone fend off their suspicions. So, well, they pushed like, really hard cool. there. They're pushed really hard and they're like, oh, you got like a lot of money coming your way now, huh? And I'm like, he's a fucking rich surgeon. Like, well, what the, the hell? He's even, a surgeon the, in the States. Even the, even the what's his name says that. One of the uh, uh, Tommy and Lee Jones. They're like, like that why, did he like, why did he kill his wife again? He's like, for the money. But isn't he a surgeon? Doesn't he have money? Well, she had more money. Like the cops seem like they make the cops seem like such idiots who, who got him okay. and yeah. like turned him. Yeah. Yeah, it 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 um it by the time he's like going to jail, I'm not like angry. I'm sorry, I am angry because there wasn't enough of evidence that left me in any doubt that he might have been looked at for that crime. Like they just the things they ended up coming at him for were so circumstantial, like he's like they're like how'd you get the scratches on your neck and he's like when I got picked her up to move her, she scratched me. And then two seconds later, it's like his his uh, skin's under her fingernails. And they're like, book him, right? And I'm like, he didn't. He just gave a, like a reasonable explanation for that. And then with a little help from the lawyer to prove the theory on the one-armed man, which apparently they didn't even look like they presented in court. Because if you did, you would have done your goddamn fucking research. That really bugged me this time. Harrison Ford, in 20 minutes of work, got it down to five potential candidates. Yeah. And they, <laughs> they did end up finding this guy too, but I guess they didn't. They weren't able to pull it together because he had that great alibi. So that's fine, but um, at least that could have been used a little bit earlier because Harrison Ford could have positively ID'd this dude. Yeah. He could um, have if they would have showed photos. Yeah, yeah. and so the somehow they would have made that work to their advantage. And then Har- they would have been like, why did this happen? And Harrison would have been like, tell me about him. Well, he works for this company. Oh, that's interesting. I see this with this guy, and he's signing off on my shit. Like, they would have found it all just looking into this a little bit. <laughs> so his lawyer was shit. The fact that after Harrison Ford escapes and he calls his lawyer and his shit lawyer is like, I can't talk to you. In fact, I got to tell the cops that I did talk to you. I'd be like, fuck you. I'm coming for you first. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah man yeah so by the time that rolled around i was like laughing my ass off and that that did a a disservice to the whole uh conspiracy plot but but you know what also on the other hand it's not it's not great the way they did it but it's not like it's shit either it gets there it gets you there and even if you don't understand exactly what he was looking at and how all the backward shit was working they're just like trust us this guy's bad because he's immediately like trying to kick my ass and Nichols is a pretty good fighter eh he plays racquetball all the time he's like must be uh, kicking the shit out of people on the side that guy's a big dude like not the guy you want to slam Harrison yeah. great shape but that other guy's got probably a couple inches on reach on him at least I, I would say yeah I would say apparently Harrison Ford fucked up some ligaments in his leg when they were shooting shit in the woods when he was like doing his running and stuff and yeah. he like eventually needed surgery to fix it but it's because um, he runs said, like the wolf man well that's apparently a reason why because he fucked his shit <laughs> up pretty bad <laughs> oh Harrison Ford Sorry, also Harrison. agreed only agreed to do this movie because he had seen Under Siege and was so impressed with Under Siege he wanted to work with this guy <laughs> Under Siege fucking holds up, baby. Under Siege does We've hold heard it up. Here. We know heard that. It here. This Andrew Davis guy can fucking And his direct. directing in this movie is excellent. It's, it's good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is the excellent. guy knows what he's um, doing. Oh, yeah. No, he totally does. When we were watching this, I mean, obviously, like, I think 10 or, 10 or 12 minutes into this is when the train scene is, which is the inciting incident for this movie um, uh, when he escapes, right? Because he's the fugitive. 
but the, when we were watching that scene, I was like, fuck, they must have used miniatures. And we were trying to look for where the breakpoints were. And then like every time the train was moving, you could never really see people moving except for when it looked like Harrison was composited on top. Anyway, no, that's wrong. Uh, it, they did a full scale. They found fucking a piece of privately owned track and they fucking bought um, engines for the trains and fucking they got a bus and they flattened it and they fucking blew it all up and they had one shot at doing it. One shot only. And they oh, had shit. enough cameras that fucking worked that they, they planned out the whole fucking thing and that is all practical, actual shit going down. That's awesome. It's fucking incredible. Because we train, thought that that scene was so impressive. The train was practical? Everything, yeah. It's a full, they, they, it was, they said it was cheaper to do that than build a model. <laughs> because they bought, they said no engines... No wonder it looks so real. The only, yeah. There's only one piece that doesn't and it's very quick. They, they don't, they don't leave the the editor was smart to just quickly cut it when he jumps off when he jumps off the bus and the train hits the bus that, that that's definitely a composite, composite. Yeah, yeah yeah but um, but but like good enough and that's the first thing you see and then the rest of that like at least 60 second crash scene it's it's awesome it's exciting like that's a great inciting incident for a movie with a bang like having a big bang like that 13 minutes in uh, as a movie that's um hard to overcome so apparently Julianne Moore's character, who's in this very, very, very briefly, briefly. she yeah. was originally had a huge role in this and her and Harrison Ford fall for each other. Oh, really? And when was, would that and be? And it was all edited out. I don't have when? no idea. But they said that that uh, like this, that she was that's why she's credited as a main character, because she was in it supposed to be in it so much. I was yeah, wondering about Seela that. Ward had a uh, early billing in this too and i know she's a big name at the time but she's like barely in this yeah apparently All they, of, uh, they, they must just i wonder if they there's any sex scene or anything between them because it says that she he, he eventually falls for her uh harrison ford's character it's in it that's but kind all of the scenes were deleted you know what good for them to delete all those scenes because that would have really slowed down this movie and this movie we've said some negative things but this movie moves at a very good pace it yeah. does long, but there is well but we were complaining that it didn't when we watched it because well, there, there is, is that a big, chunk there is a, there chunk, is a big yeah. chunk right in the middle just past the middle uh the middle maybe plus a bit um needs needs to go or speed up because it no, just you're right it did lag it got into the investigator investigatory part of things um and some other stuff i think is what was going on was harrison kind of like solving the puzzle at that moment um yeah and yeah it just it dragged a little bit it just felt like an extra little bit like we yeah. don't need every step of this right like we can yeah. no, you're right we can we, assume some we can truck right i, I remember yeah. i remember our conversation on that and you're totally right there was there's probably about 20 or 25 minutes still that could have been easily sliced out of this guy yeah yeah because it is just a bit it is just a bit long like this and you're you're not wrong the movie does move when it's moving and there is a period where it doesn't but i feel like that could be a quick edit and uh and otherwise the movie does put the pieces together for you like we talked about the intro that stuff they get into it right away they do a pretty good job of conveying everything you need to know uh quickly and we could debate whether you know we should convey all of that so quickly but um no i think uh, that that apparently joe joey pants also was joking around with tommy lee on the set about about where they were acting and and uh, maybe they were, he was making fun of the dialogue or the scene or whatever. And Tommy Lee Jones said, it's not like anyone's going to win any awards for this film to Joey Pants. And it was nominated for seven Academy Awards. And Tommy Lee Jones won the Academy Award for Best Actor and the Golden Glove for Best Actor. No, Best, best Supporting. <laughs> oh, best, He won sorry, a fucking supporting. Oscar for this movie? <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So the and he was talk. up against and he was up against. By the way, because I pulled this up before the show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Who? He was up know. against Leonardo DiCaprio. What's eating Gilbert Grape? What? Ralph Ralph Fiennes, Schindler's List. Oh what? fuck <laughs> off. John Malkovich in the Line of Fire, and Pete Postlewaite in in the Name of the Father. Okay, John all, Malkovich all in the Line of amazing. Fire is a no for me, dog. I was gonna yeah, say I probably would have thought that's not gonna but, happen. But, but Schindler's Grape? List and Gilbert's Grape, like, aren't those yeah. like particularly? The Schindler's List against Fines is like is um, the, re the the rumor there is that that's like everyone says 
that that's like the biggest what the hell ever because he crushes that role in Schindler's List like but Leonardo DiCaprio still to this day that might be his best acting in what's eating Gilbert Grape we should do that we should add that one to the list and best I've actually never seen it Uh, best movie and best actor um, Liam Neeson got shot out for, for Schindler's in oh, favor of Tom Hanks for Philadelphia, which wow. I think like you could give that. But wait a second. I just watched that sure. movie. Very interesting. I just watched Philadelphia. Brentos, did you, did you say that? Did you say that you haven't seen What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah, I've never seen it. Oh my God, Leo's performance in that is like is like shockingly good. Is he is he have autism or something? In that movie is that what it is? That, has, is that what I'm thinking he has, about? He has a developmental disorder, and he's definitely has some. I don't know what they say in the movie. I can't remember now. But oh yeah, and like he, there's never a moment in the movie where you ever question that he has it, and yeah, um, good, and huh? he, it's also heartbreaking. Like, it's it's a heartbreaking role by him. Like it's it's seriously, he was like 17 or something years old when he did it. Yeah, and uh, he said when he went to the Oscars with his mom, he he felt like such an idiot. He had like his tuxedo on and. He went with his mom and he couldn't believe that he was being nominated for an Oscar. But I'm telling you, watch that. Just watch it for his performance alone. And uh, we'll, you'll be blown we'll, away. We'll, we'll add it, we'll add we it to should. the list. Yeah, we definitely should. But let's You've get back it, to uh, a long time ago. It's been yeah, forever. Fair enough. Fair um, Tommy Lee Jones in his probably non-Oscar uh, deserving role. For all the shit that Tommy <laughs> Lee Jones not. does, he wins for this. That just doesn't feel right. Anyway, no, Marshall, Marshall Sam Gerard is the kind of guy who gives everybody fucking tons of attitude, is rude because he is always right. He is always right. And he loves throwing that in fucking people's faces before and after we find out that he is absolutely correct. Um, and, And for that reason... I don't know how much I dig his character because it ends up being so over the top. Uh, I just didn't think they needed to go that far to have a entertaining, uh, active character uh, who who like just does some wildly crazy things, including taking two shots at one of his young guy's head uh, to kill um, to kill a bad guy. Um, one of them blind. Yeah, one of them blind behind the wall, and then he leans out to take the second. Like, holy shit, dude. Then tells off his boss. He's like, well, I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to go do what I'm going to do. And then, like, and every uh, piece of authority, the, there's a huge trope in this movie, which is, you know, jurisdiction over this scene. It's in this. I was watching some old Steven Seagal movies, and they're all over that, too. Our FBI coming in. One, what authority? While wow, the U.S. Marshal Code 7 A B B C D E F G motherfuckers. Yeah, all that, yeah. like, big cop dick wagon shit is so funny in this um it seems so ridiculous like a guy's never had a fucking over overarching uh branch before come out to a thing yeah like they're all just like instantly given attitude but but also the way tommy lee handles himself like i'd I'd be pissed if i were the people going up against him too like they were being a little bit dicks because they felt like it was their thing but they weren't being jerks and then he's like fucking oh what's going on here oh yeah he's like finding leg irons with old legs in them (laughs) Uh, and he's like so proud he's like we're going after Kimball he's right here and he's right and fucking so he can just keep on giving people shit and you can see his own crew are just like browbeating around him they're like that's Sam all right boss so fuck he's a little hard to take in this for me now that you make him sound a little Sherlocky I don't know like kind of kind of degrading right yeah but but also like maybe he gets to be because he's such he, well, a he, genius or it's something? It's the only way the character works is if, like, his, he's such a dick, he's got to be right. So the people are like, what can you say against this guy? I fucking hate his guts, but he gets it done and he knows everything. So you just, you you go, right? After a while, a guy like that's probably sick of everyone's shit. He's like, God damn it, I'm fucking always right. It's been the way since I'm 13. Just fucking do it this way. He, he turns you know? into a murderer, so he's like, I'll turn it on them. They'll never figure me out. <laughs> um... Anyway, yes. So part of what slows this movie down is some of the excessive time we spend with Tommy Lee because, like, he's doing the investigation and some of the stuff he's figuring out we already know, both from Harrison Ford's actions and from flashbacks. So it's a little annoying to see him constantly. Like, some of the some of those investigation things are cool, like when they had 
when they have the sound um, recording that they they listen to and they figure out the train like some of that stuff is cool but like the bust where they catch the other escapee that kind of the other time Brent I was I, f- I forgot to mention it before when they they throw you for a a what for um, oh, what we're doing yeah, yeah. here and they're like yeah, yeah. oh shit Harrison's gonna go down and they're like it's like Silence of the Lambs ringing the doorbell and you're like oh shit and then they bust in and it's it's different it's this other guy. But it just takes a while, and then we got a debrief from that, and then fucking Tommy Lee is such a jerk to to do the shooting, and then like his young guy, he basically is like, I don't fucking care about you, um, or anything about you, nothing. You're just a fucking part of my machine. Go fuck yourself. Don't ever question me again. I'll be doing that anytime I want, right? And it's hard to hard to get behind him. And but at the time, maybe in the '90s, people were like, action movie heroes got to be so gung ho. Um, the the other the other thing that was a big flaw for me this time around was that Tommy Lee started realizing what we discussed earlier that he was actually this guy was actually looking for the person who he he, he described as murdering his wife and why would he do that if he was guilty and like why wouldn't he just go live on a desert island or something and then he sees Kimball <laughs> running out of the uh, courthouse. This- and uh, yeah. he shoots at him several times. Uh, yeah. The, but the glass. Seven rounds. So Seven apparently, rounds. Apparently in the trivia on IMDb, it says that James, that Tommy Lee Jones character did not want to do that scene because he didn't think that his character would do that. And yeah. they actually had to shut down production for a little bit till the argument got squashed and he came to the set and did it. So even Tommy yeah. Lee didn't think his character would do that. We well, had an easy he's fix. He's right. He's right. Yeah, he was so, absolutely totally right. That's right. so he's out of character. Right. It doesn't make any sense. The fact that he didn't want to do it, he should have trusted his instincts and told the director no. Harrison would never trust him again. Like work with him, cooperate. Like tell him I have more evidence. Well, no, no, that was Tommy you Lee. In. That was Tommy Lee, though. I know, but like they made eye contact, and Tommy Lee, like after he shot like four rounds at him, planked them all in the glass, was like. You lucky fucker. And Harrison's like, I better run away. And then Tommy Lee's like, three more just in case the glass shatters and I could shoot this unarmed man in the back. Yeah, I know. Like, it doesn't make any that sense. That was a lot to take. Yeah, that was those, a lot to Those take. last ones seem like a fuck you to tell you the truth. Like they, they seem like the like the Still. I shoot things equivalent of a middle finger or something. But <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's fucked up, man. It's so fucked up to do that. The way they should have done that. So I just watched Hateful Eight right oh yeah i didn't just like i've seen it but i just watched it again and you know the hangman in that the kurt russell guy right yeah Yeah. so his character has this thing where he's like he's like i'm a bounty hunter but i always bring him in live like no one escapes the hangman everyone gets the proper justice perfect what if tommy is that what if he's like i'm not a shoot at you guy because it's my like he says in the beginning I don't care. I like it. He has that sense of duty. It's not my job to decide what's right or wrong. My job is just to bring you in and then you yeah. can work on your, your thing. Right. Yeah. But at the end when he's shooting at the, like that, that is so out of character and it's, so bad. I want to see Tommy like the hangman. I want to see him like the guy that's it's justice over everything. My job is justice and that's what I'm pursuing. So I'm going to catch you. I'm not going to shoot you there. Why yeah. when his foot's caught? There was security guards right fucking beside the door. Well, I if know. Tommy doesn't shoot. He goes, Hey, grab his foot. Kimball's yeah. stuck in the fucking door. What? 30, yeah. 45 seconds. See, that's why it makes much more sense if someone running, a gung-ho cop running with Tommy is the one who shoots twice. Only twice, too, by the way. Seven rounds in total in that situation is fucking reckless. Mm. Um, And also slows their pursuit down like crazy. Anyway, um, you have another guy take those shots, so you get the tension of Harrison almost being killed and the narrow escape. But then Tommy Lee is like, what the fuck? Stop your shooting! And yeah, like and everyone to be stops running, more. like the same outcome happens, and you just don't make his character do yeah, a fucking complete one eighty murder happy asshole. You could have easily edited that out with with him running down the stairs and Tommy Lee Jones starting to run down the stairs, and you could have cut to outside where he grabs a green hat and mixes into the crowd, and they're all running around looking for him. Done. Yeah. That's fixed. Yeah. Fix that. The other scene too, where he shoots that guy inside the house. You have him walk up and hand that guy an ice bag, and then you cut. There yeah. you go. Fix that too. No dialogue yeah. between him and that guy. He just hands him an ice pack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Done. Fixed yeah. it. I fixed there's problems in five seconds of editing. It's always just less is more too. Always less is more. But but once again, we, we've been complaining about this movie a ton, and there are a lot of problems. And this movie could have been edited. This is definitely if this doesn't hold up, it's definitely not a Humpty Dumpty, because this could have easily been edited into a much better movie. Totally agree. But I, um, I think I think the movie does a good job. I think that I actually can't say the music. I don't know that I noticed the music element um, the as okay. either polarizing one way or another. Which, which probably stands that the music is right. Because the yeah. music should accompany the scene and give you the feeling without necessarily leaving you with um, a, a bigger sense of the music than that. I mean, that could obviously change if you consider some of the great but I think I, fucking I, I scores think of all time. I, I don't, like, I do still think, though, as a whole, that this is a okay movie. Ooh, does that, is that a calling? You're so I say close call to it. saying the other words. Go for I it. Think, Go for I, it, man. I think I think I think it does hold up. I, I just think it does. It's it's it could be edited into like a far superior movie, but like I get out of this movie exactly what they want to give me, which is like I enjoy the story. I the ed, the ending is satisfying. Um, Tommy Lee Jones and uh, like a lot of the stuff that he is d- does do in the movie is good. I do like his character. I enjoy watching the, them investigate. I enjoy Harrison Ford's character, and I want to see him redeem himself. And I want to see—I think he deserves it. Like they—they—they they, they make the stakes high enough, and they make me care about him enough. I feel yeah. like they do all of that. Once again, this movie—everything we've talked about—that are flaws—it shouldn't hold up. But I still think it does. Yeah, how does that work? <laughs> I can I rip know. on so it's much in this movie. Enough but, of but, it for me, anyway. Enough of it. Enough of it works, and uh, a lot of those speed bumps are not huge enough for to really slow you down and to getting to the ending. And it, then the ending is satisfying. And even the line with Tommy Lee Jones has a little arc where uh, he says, "Don't tell anybody that he cares" or whatever, and gives him takes off his handcuffs and stuff. Um, the one thing which that is we how he should have been about, with the kid. The one thing that we did talk, yes, exactly, which is why I think you cut out all his dialogue and he just hands the ice pack yeah. over. And that, that'd yeah. be the second time he's handing an ice pack over as like a little way of an apology. Yeah. It's like a, it's an apology is him handing the ice pack over to that kid outside. But he doesn't apologize. He's like, I'm not going to apologize for I'm going to shoot you in the head because I'm me. <laughs> and fuck you. I don't think I don't think I would have quit. I would have instantly quit. I, I'd have been like, guess what, Tommy Jones? I fucking quit then. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to write you up. Like That shit was like when they have an inquisition or whatever for this thing. Like I'm saying that like that was insane. About a million other ways that could have been handled where two bullets didn't like. It looked like the bullets went through the uh, upper shoulder fabric of his homeless person joke. Oh, which I also had a good laugh at that. There's people in the marshal service who take homeless people clothes and install Velcro uh, uh, marshal (laughs) badges on the front and back and they just that there's people working on that and they're like here look when you velcro it up it looks like you're just a bum and then when you're running up everybody pulls it down the back it's like boom now we're marshals in we go like that, that that's great can can we talk about i know colin just did his thing but can we talk about really that operation in brief about how fucking dumb it is that they just have like six people dressed in homeless things swarm upon a house slowly from each angle holding guns and, and, and how uh, do they get in? How do they get in? And, and then they go right through the fucking front door Everybody. and loud time it. So why <laughs> not just fucking bum rush? You you speed up in the fucking Humvee or whatever the fuck you're using. And then boof, everyone pours out. Boom, your door, whatever you fuck, right? Yeah. Or you be real sneaky, needy, fucking with the homeless thing. You don't just ever, like, it's the dumbest fucking thing, that scene. Yeah, they would not have the dumbest thing. The dumbest thing is shooting a- at Harrison. <laughs> If it was a door crashing, they would have just sent in the uh, the SWAT team. Yeah, door they wouldn't have done that themselves. That would have made no, no sense. No, they would have used local. They would have used local guys. But you know what? He had to have his man. And once again, there were if you if uh, Tommy Lee's character was as he probably should have been written, where he wants the guy alive, fucking um, just changed that little bit there about him not shooting that guy like so so callously and dangerously, which is all something that we all hated. Because yeah. it seemed like super, like way too much of a risk. We know he's a hot shot, but like 
that's too much. The um, fact is, too, is that he risks that guy's life without even looking with the first shot. He just armor rounds it. Yeah. And, like, to me, do the heroic thing, pop out quick and shoot him. Yeah. Then you know what? The guy can be like, hey, you shot there, and be like, what, you don't trust me? Bam. Yeah. Done, right? It's more like, professional that need, way. It's just so crazy the other way. Not looking. The guy, the guy has a point. You're not some special rogue cop. Yeah. You're like, at that point, you're an asshole. It is. But I think oh. him coming out and giving him the ice pack with without any kind of conversation at all would have it just makes that been way like better. So much, so much. Yeah, you would have. You would. It would have made more sense, and yeah. uh, it would have like, and you would have liked Tommy Lee Jones' character better, and it also wouldn't have seemed like. Yeah. No, it's bad. Yeah. Oh, and all the trigger, all, all the trigger discipline in this movie is out the window. All of those marshals, I would fire them all. All of them are hanging their fucking booger picker onto yeah. the fucking bang stick. Always on the trigger, like pointing their guns. Oh, man, it's booger, so crazy. Their be, booger picker on yeah, the, the bang stick. Yeah. Um, Put that in your fucking uh, quotable quotes. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. Check this movie out for that. Like not a single person is like has their finger up on the trigger guard. They're all like right on the... There'd be so many misfires for all the like running and slippery sewers and slip and falls with your finger on the trigger, waving your your hand around, sweeping people. No, sir. So this movie got like a zero out of 10 for gun realism. Dun, Is that going to change it for you? What's your call? Oh, no, it doesn't change anything. I'm with Colin. Like, it's just good enough. It, this is like a this is a mindless um, action kind of adventure movie. And it's it's too long it's long in the tooth but this the stuff where it's long it's speed bumps not like derails <laughs> see what i did there. Oh, you son of a bitch. and then some of the shit's just really good and because the directing's competent and honestly maybe harrison ford's one of his better roles i'd say yeah like weirdly enough and i would probably never i don't actually know what i would tell you what harrison um, ford's best role is certainly not the submarine commander guy uh, Certainly not indie. Although I just was watching Raiders of the Ark with my daughter the other day, and uh, I would say he's spectacular in that either. He's but I fine. do think Indiana Jones Indiana is his Indiana better characters. He's fine as Indiana Jones, and he does a great job, and he's very likable and charming, and and he That's that works character. really well for him. Yeah. But uh, but he he just doesn't have any depth like he does in this. He, no, yeah, no, it seems he's like got so more much more going with. on. Yeah. emotion and and things like that I'd, I'd say another thing i don't know why i'm gonna say this movie does hold up and i'm gonna say it because at the end of this movie i'm like smiling and it's bringing back all those like fond memories of a competent action movie you just won't be disappointed overly not enough from this movie to like shut it down and be like what the fuck it's so bad most of it's like at least over the top entertaining mildly like it's just bridging over that unrealistic line but like it hovers so close i think it personally would have done better by like sticking a little bit more closer to realism in terms of the characters and how they act and um um it's real interesting that there's like also two kind of endings to this movie because getting the one-armed man is a big conclusion and it's very satisfying but then he goes on to like close more things out and that's when the movie kind of drags again before you get to the second ending which is when he fucking throws a dude through an elevator shaft um pretty sexy ending that one yeah um no he fucks up nickels whacks him over the head with uh what does he hit him with cock i think yeah he hits him with his cock that's right no he hits him with like a a wrench or something i don't know something he finds yeah yeah anyway it's like satisfying enough so like yeah it holds up um i got lots of complaints but the more laugh out loud complaints like it, it's funny to spot the things in this that don't make sense not not movie breaking because it's so yeah. simple it's so simple and it for some reason that's super refreshing even if you know that's also where why things it would be are going. so easy it would be so easy to this yeah. movie would be really easy to edit down like it the, the stuff that can go is super obvious what do you got Big time. it would it would uh, take you long holds up for me Holds oh, yeah. up for me. I don't have much more to say. I think that it, it is fucking weird that this movie does hold up because there is so like, there's literally so many things that you can sit and be like, why is this? Why is that? This should be this. This should be something else. And I mean, maybe that's just our perspective. We're all friends. We do tend to be uh, catered towards the same perspective, but I think that perspective is right 100% of the time. So uh, this movie <laughs> does hold up oddly, um, but should it? I don't know. 
maybe we're dumb, but uh, that's it, man. It's just you gotta like what you gotta like, and you gotta there's and, and other enjoy movies, something. There's other movies that we've talked about that shouldn't have held up either. I don't think, like, if you look at the on paper what um, the Hangover is, shouldn't that should not hold up? Yeah, like and I think there, there's under just siege sometimes to an movies, be either. Sometimes there's uh, just movies that just Waterboy. Yeah, Waterboy. Ace Ventura, yeah. Under Siege, yeah, uh, Starship Troopers, Happy Gilmore. How did, how did that get better? Um, wow, we haven't done Happy Gilmore true. yet. Yeah. Oh, we watched it though. Oh, yeah. spoiler. Oh no, it's good. Spoiler. <laughs> I'm excited for um, next week's episode because uh, we got three holds up for the Fugitive here. So go get that action, nostalgic '90s action flick in there for you. Everyone's um, doing well in the games that they're playing. Um, next, we got Fargo. It's going to be fun. Is Fargo going to hold up? Because oh, I kind of yes. used to love Fargo, but haven't seen it in a little while. So get I, it in you. I prematurely call it that it does. And then I think it next too. week, I'll eat my shorts if I'm wrong. But there you go. Man, there'd be a fun See, I'm always, I'm always scared of ones like this because um, this one, like, by I haven't seen it in a really long time. So that's one. But yeah. two, like, it should hold up. But once you start watching it, and yeah. then you're like, wait a second. So, like, I don't know. We'll see. I haven't seen it in so long. I guess we'll, we'll see. see what the three grumpy dudes think of it, uh, however many years later. Another one, this, would have, this movie would have a stigma to it as well, that it would be people would look at you funny if they knew that you liked movies and didn't like Fargo. I think Fargo has that reputation. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So like, let's see. Let's see what we got. Okay, this has been super fun. Thanks for uh, joining us for The Fugitive. Keep on tuning in. Get Fargo into you and then some real good stuff coming through April. We'll cover that in our next episode, which will drop Sunday at noon. Happy St. Patrick's Day to all y'all. That's not how anyone in Ireland talks, but thanks for coming up for this one. We'll see you in the next one. Have a good one, and as always, enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.